Talking about grades tonight on the show, we continue remembering one of our own Khari Kutsia, South Africa's or Africa's first heavyweight champion who passed away last week after... Um, shortly after discovering actually that he had cancer really really sad news and we had the honor of speaking to Harikutsia twice on the show um, since we've been here on SAFM we've spoken to him about his movie we've looked back at his career and we will also play uh, snippets of those interviews today as we remember Harikutsia we did play the full interview last Friday for those who were listening to us but there's still something that baffles me up until now when it comes to Khare Kutsia. And, and maybe you'll hear it in the clips that we will play today. And maybe some of us, some of you who were around um, in those days can actually help us with this. And it's the fact that um, a lot of people always talk about his fight with Big John Tate, which was hugely significant because we, because black people were allowed at Loftus for the first time there to watch a, a Harry fight a black American. And what's interesting for me is that when we spoke to Harry on the show, some people said they were cheering, they were cheering him on, they were cheering for him, while others, and and it was quite a, um, a significant number, said they were cheering for Big John Tate. Because he was black and they would have never supported a white South African during the days of apartheid. So which one is it, folks? Which one is it? Those of you who were around, please help us here. Or, or, or even if you were not around, what do you remember? What were you told? Were, were black people supporting Kheri Kutsia or were they supporting John Tate? Because there's even a song that 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 I later found out that people were singing about John Tate at the time. And if you were one of those and you remember that song, please do share it uh, with us. But um, yeah, but to many people, Kheri Kutsia was a hero. And um, actually one of our producers here on SAFM, Lebu, I met him this week. I think it was the first time I was seeing him this year because he works at different time slots. And he was saying, oh, I couldn't wait to see you to talk about Kheri Kutsia. Kheri Kutsia was my hero. I'm like, how Lebu? Kheri was your hero. He says, yes, he was mine and a lot of people's heroes back in the days, even even during the days of apartheid, because we just respected him for his courage and his bravery in the ring. And many people actually believe that he actually um, did fight against apartheid. Kheri uh, he did use his voice. Some felt he did not use his voice. So I just want to find out which one is it, folks. Were black people supporting Kheri or not? Were you, were you hope? Were you hoping um, that he loses? But take nothing away from his boxing and his skills. I mean, he was a great champion. Africa's first ever champion um, in 1983 when he won the WBA title against Michael Dokes there. But a lot of people like to talk about the fight with the big John Tate. So 061-4104-107. 061-4104-107. If you have any memories of Kutsia uh, as we remember him today, we just pay our final tributes and our final respects to Kheri And I even had a chat actually to speak to Mr. Bongani Makasela, who is a sports writer at the Soweto and also a commentator and analyst here at uh, SABC Sport. And I got his thoughts also on Kheri Quite interesting because um, I wasn't aware that he has an article coming out tomorrow in the Soweto newspaper about Kheri uh, uh, So do look out for the do look out for that one in the Sowetan tomorrow. There he gives another side of Kherikutsia, which I think he will share with us here on um, on Boxing Wednesdays on SFM. We've already got a caller. And if it's from Velcom, I, I can just see the writing here in the screen. There can only be one man calling us from Velcom to talk about boxing and Kherikutsia. Archie. <laughs> Archie. 
compliment people of boxing. I mean, uh, I nearly said boxing South Africa. Boxing SAFM. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Compliments to you, Archie. Archie Moore. I'm going to call you Archie Moore, the mongoose now, because uh, Bongani Makasel was educating me today, actually, about Archie Moore, the mongoose. Uh, but, Archie, what are your memories of um, of Kutsia? During that time, bruh, we had this, we, we had this black and white. Which, I mean, we, have, we, we, we were not being used to it, but it was a funny thing. But then now, when blacks were fighting whites, it was a, I mean, a, a something, you know. So that's why when they went, when, when, I was at the, 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 at the stadium. What happened was that oh, really? it, was, it, it was, yes, it was said, okay, Tina, we are going to get free or something like that. But I was there. But now there was no, okay, we still had a, a difference. But not forced, you know. Mm. Oh, but now we were no, not forced. We just got there and then, and then when we were there, this was the thing like the Springboks. When the Springboks were playing, we as blacks were forced to support the Springboks. Even in that fight, we were sort of in that commerce forced to support Harry. So you supported Harry, or you were forced? We were forced to support Harry. We the blacks, because I'm uh, the, the white one, they had no problem. They supported Kerry and all of that. So how are you forced? And, and people, how how are you forced to support Kerry? I mean, uh, the, 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 there was this thing, and uh, as you were watching, as you were watching, we would find that now the uh, the acceptance was clearly for Harry, mm. not for, I mean, uh, because they were saying, this is an American, why would you support him? But mm. now, Tina, we were not fighting, I mean, we, we were not having the sports. We were no, we knew what we were fighting for. We were black and we were white, that's all. And then, okay. that's why we were saying, now, Shia, Harry, even that song at some stage was not, I mean, nicely accepted, you know, okay. in the sense that, Okay, thanks for that insight there. Um, Archie calling us from Welcome. We'll stay on the lines. Colin from Cape Town. They've put you on air tonight, Colin, so you can't yes, complain. Yes, yes, <laughs> straight away. Good evening to you and your guests. Thanks, thanks, Colin. Do you know, um, do you know to, to end this, this controversy, mm. go to the archives. It's, it's not even a controversy. We're just trying yeah, to educate know, each other. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I, I use the word controversy. And uh, put all our modern listeners to rest. Um, play the tapes or play the broadcast, the fight. Mm-hmm. And round for round, or even you can hear who are supporting. You know something? Tabiso, I asked you about a year ago. Do you know I had a good chuckle? Listen to Muhammad Ali. Sting like a bee, like a butterfly, you know? And, and that's what you were asking for, right? To pull out those clips. And do you know something? Um, can you remember um, Muhammad Ali to say, 
I'll switch the light off, and before it's dark, I'm in my bed. <laughs> Remember that? Hold on, hold on. We've got that. Hold on. Is it this one, Colin? Who knocks out everybody, and no one can whoop him. That's when that little Cassius Clay from Louisville, Kentucky, came up and stopped Sonny Liston, the man who annihilated Floyd Patterson twice. He was going to kill me. But he hit harder than George. His reach is longer than George. He's a better boxer than George. And I'm better now than I was when you saw that 22-year-old undeveloped kid running from Sunday Liston. I'm experienced now, professional. Jaw's been broke, been lost, knocked down a couple of times. Bad. Been chopping trees. I done something new for this fight. I done wrestled with an alligator. That's right. I have wrestled with an alligator. I done tussled with a whale. I done handcuffed lightning, throw thunder in jail. That's bad. Only last week, I murdered a rock, injured a stone, hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. Bad dude. Bad. Fast. 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 Last night, I cut the light off my bedroom, hit the switch, was in the bed before the room was dark. Incredible. Fast. Incredible. And you, George Fullman. Okay, we get it. Is that the one, Colin? Oh, 100%. And you know, you know what the issue? You, you bring back and label. You know, I speak to Labour during the day. Yeah. Because you know, he's on, on a different time slot, yes. 11 o'clock or so. And you know, when I speak to him again tomorrow morning, and I say, I never knew you supported Harry Kutsi. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Expose him, Colin, expose him. But yeah, thanks for that insight. And we do, we will try and pull out this clip. But sometimes the quality, especially from some of the local fights, is not that great when we get it from the archives. But um, we will tr- we, we will try. Let's go to the lines. Gode, are you still there? Okay, Gode, please call us back. We'll go to some of the voice notes. We remember Harry Kutsie, the great champion that he was, Africa's first ever heavyweight. And we're putting this matter to rest now. Who were you guys supporting? Were you guys supporting Harry Kutsie because of how good he was as a boxer? You didn't support him because of the color of his skin or because of what was happening in South Africa at that time? Good evening, SAFM. Linda from Cape Town. Talking about Harry Kutsie. Well, I was there. We used wow. to... Uh, cherry on for John Tate and when Harry is beaten we used to get out and go and shout and dance in front of the police station for us it was a political um, struggle so anything that was white we did not um, support I'm surprised there were people that actually liked uh, Harry we didn't hate him but we could not support him because of what we were going through. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for that insight. Uh, Gode has called us back from Pretoria. And uh, Gode? Hey, Tavizo. Are you well? I'm very well. Were you there? Before we were young growing up. Mm. You know, but before I talk about Kerry, mm. Mohamed Ali was not only the, the greatest. Mm. Not only in the ring, yes. but also outside. Yes. No, he was an entertainer. No, definitely, you know, <laughs> definitely. He was an entertainer, good marvel to listen to. Just like Othon Bolt and the Money Man. <laughs> you see, yes. you, you will love to listen to that. But anyway, when it comes to Harry, Harry uh, was a very good boxer, puncher. Uh, and uh, I remember there was Kalikunuse mm, in mm, his Kalikunuse. time. Kalikunuse. And, uh, you know, my father in Alexander used to say uh, people around town like Harry because he's a town boy. 
Kalikunu is a firm one. That's why he doesn't have a lot of fans. But Harry was a boxer. Mm. Unfortunately, because of apartheid, when the John Tate, John, did John Tate came, we were singing this song, Mushaye John Tate, Utatama Chant, Chant. So we did not want him to win, regardless. Really? Because it was just a symbol of apartheid. Mm. But other than that, if Harry fights somebody else, who was our hero. Because we wanted to see, mm. to show af- af- apartheid that blacks are not dumb. There are some better who are better than who can even defeat white, whether it's an academic or anything else. And, and remember, we, it used to be painful. If you look at that university, the first black person who was appointed there during the, ma, ma, Professor Malhovaro Malu, it was a, a black man from America. Mm. We didn't like him to come to that. If you look at the radio, SAFM and the SABC, the first black people, with the late Chich Mates and Alice Nyachavunduka. So they would prefer people from outside, not us. Oh, okay. That's, in- so that's interesting. We, we, it, it, it was that the blacks wa- would want to prefer somebody from their own country and also white. But then when whites want to prefer blacks who are from outside, then we get angry and upset. Okay, got a great insight there. Quite interesting, it says that when he was fighting against black boxers, they would support the black boxer. But when he was fighting against others, then they would support the South African. Okay, fair enough. I can understand that. Okay, we've got another voice note. By the way, Nomeva is here, Kolisan Indongeni. Remember, we had that conversation last week about the challenges faced by boxers, especially outside the ring. It came on the back of the killing of Mfusi Makai when we spoke to his family, and they basically had no funds to to, to, to lay him to rest. And... Um, And then we started asking the questions, you know, do boxers have um, insurance? Do they have life covers? What happens in case of injury or or even in an unfortunate case of death? You know, what happens then? And uh, we had Dr. Lois Omkia with Tingan Tobela. He was saying, Tingan, that we should have these conversations. Um, He's willing to be part of this conversation so that we can help boxers look after their affairs or we can help look after the affairs of our boxers. And Dr. Lois Omkia was telling us that, during his time when he was chair or uh, acting or, uh, at Boxing South Africa, um, as what is it, CEO? Yeah, during his time, uh, he had programs actually, financial um, wellness programs where these boxers were being taught how to look after their monies and just how to handle money, and those things have stopped, and we need more of those. So, Nomeva joined us late on the show to speak from a boxer side because he was listening and we felt that we didn't do justice to the interview. So, he is here with us in studio, and in the next few minutes, we will go to him. And uh, also um, find out just about the challenges faced by boxers. Because a lot of you last week were saying that boxers need to take responsibility for their own uh, careers. They're adults, they're professional sportsmen, so they must look after their own affairs. So we're going to continue that discussion shortly. But we're just educating each other and finding out more about Khare Kutse. Hi, Tagiso. Good evening. I'm speaking to Joseph here from Sasolbeck. So what I will remember is that when Big John Tate beat Herikotzi, I was young, I think eight years old. Then I was staying in the farm. We used to take the Chibuku with Big John Tate. When every time white people passing, we'll show them that Big John Tate has beaten Herikotzi. Joseph from Sasolbeck. Okay. 
Thanks for that. You can keep them coming. We will play them uh, throughout the show there. But yeah, I do wish I was there now. Uh, actually, no, I don't wish I was there. During those times of apartheid, guys, ah, you guys went, through, people went through a lot there. Uh, but yeah, it's quite interesting, though, that uh, sport is a unifier of some sorts, like it's been uh, said before. And we actually spoke to Harikutsia to ask him also about his views of the time um, when he was fighting this this this. John Tate's and how did he feel about fighting during that time of apartheid also. But I believe we've got one more voice note before we hear from Kare Kutsi. Hi, Tabi. So this is Pulani. Not that John near that guy, a big John Tate, I don't recall it. But this is what I know, what I remember. Big John Tate, Bamurovile, Awa, from that fight, Kare Kutsi. That is what I recall. And I also recall, or if it were a black boxer we supported a black boxer if it were a white boxer fighting a white non-south african we supported the white south african so that's how it went that is just that that's what i remember from boxing yeah okay no fair enough i understand that argument you guys were you guys are good people they're much better people than me yeah i would have found it hard to support a white South African at the time when people were going through so much. And that's why for some people, like somebody made the example of the All Blacks, for some people it's still so hard to support the Springboks up until this day, even though there's been some change and there's a black captain, like they'll tell you, Siak, or like we know Siako Lisi won the World Cup and, and there is change in the team. You can see the makeup of the team is starting to be more representative of the demographics of this country. But lots of people grew up supporting the All Blacks for these reasons, because they could not identify with an all-white Springbok team and even up until this day some people still support the All Blacks because you know in sport it's so hard to change your team eh? even though you can see this change happening in SA Rugby um, even though we still have a long way to go when we look beyond uh, the Springboks but it is just so hard to change the team and you can to change just the team that you support and you can understand why some people are still loyal to the All Blacks up until this day okay we're gonna um, play a little bit of Kharikutsia before we speak to Nomeva when we spoke to him back in July at 2020 just about fighting during these times of apartheid with some people feeling he wasn't using his voice enough to, to in, in the fight against apartheid while some did support him. So how did he feel about this whole situation? We united black and white attending boxing for the first time. Um, but to me... You know, I I would have done it in the 90s. Whenever there was a boxing fight, I would have put white and black together because it's silly. We're all people. We all eat with our hands. We we all breathe the same air. Um, it's, you know, it's... Uh, uh, I don't know. That That to me... This was a silly, silly, the guy that started with apartheid, he should have never been born. Because to me, I, I trained, I trained from grade one when I started to box with black kids. Mm. And they were more than, I was the only white kid there when my dad took me. And I, I, I trained, trained as a black kid, and I, I, it, I, it didn't bother me, and it, 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 it just, I wanted to be better. And they gave me hiding, 
um, they were better than me at that time because it just started to box. And eventually, after a year, I maybe got better than number one and two. Yeah. Um, and they stepped up putting in number three and four. And so eventually, I brought myself up with my, my dad. And uh, it's a slow process. You don't become a champion overnight. Um, and you know, ashamed that a person of color that beat me. It's, I wasn't ashamed. Mm. It's not the, the, um, if a person of color, if you're a person of color, you don't see it. If you're in boxing. Mm. Um, I've never, ever in, in America, I've been many times in America um, I walk in a gym, and the people of color, they're proud to see me. Okay, so that was Kutsia when we spoke to him back in 2020, giving his views about the situation at the time. We're going to give the last word to uh, Sowetan sports writer, senior sports writer, and well as SABC commentator and analyst, Mongani Makasela. He's got an article coming out tomorrow about Kutsia and he shares a little bit of what's going to be in his article tomorrow because I, I caught up with him today, actually. But he was against, he spoke publicly against uh, apartheid laws. You wouldn't expect that from a white person because those laws were designed, you know, to favor them. As a result, the authorities harassed him. Many a times, Kheri's house was, you know, under constant, you know, surveillance visit by the police and stuff like that. And uh, the effect of he, his stance against, you know, apartheid laws impacted negatively uh, in his career. To be precise, he couldn't get sponsors. Really? Yes, because they thought he was, you know, a traitor of some sort. Mm. And uh, his fight against Michael Dokes mm. was almost off. The one where he won the title? Definitely. Because the sponsors didn't want to do anything with a fight involving a South African from apartheid South Africa. Tina Stradom, he's former promoter and yes. mayor of Barberton, connected the organizers, was a Kushner and them with Defy. Defy was the biggest uh, manufacturing company back in the day. Your appliances, your stoves, and all that. So the fight was saved by a South African company in Ohio. That's how terrible, you know, things were. But black people didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It's for that reason that when he fought Bochon Tate, Greg Page, all of them, South Africans were, ce- black South Africans to be precise, were celebrating Mayeloza because they saw Harry Kuzi as the agent of apartheid. I see. And with, with John Tate, they saw him as one of our own, or as one of their own, a fellow black man. Well, what happened was every black American who came to fight in South Africa in those days ultimately became a hit with black people in this country, especially if they won and beat a white South African. Remember those days, you know, there was this American band, the Cap Band. I can't remember the name of the song. It was a hit in the day. So when Big Big John Tate beat Kalik Nuse and Harry, because he he first beat Kalik Nuse and he did not leave. He did not go back to America. He stayed 
two months later he fought uh, when he beat them the song was baptized from whatever it was i've forgotten the name too bashaya john tate but other my chance nice one tabi 